Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DGENs, it's time to talk about DGEN gear. Nothing says I love you like new DGEN gear. And folks, have we got a new design for you. Just in time for last week's Valentine's Day, we've rolled out a new, clean DGEN drip logo that encapsulates our love for you, the listeners, with a heart. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast and the cause that really matters, getting Sex Panther a new phone-slash-recording interface. It truly does make a difference. So head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGEN shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. We know that the the solution to all the problems in Russia and the Ukraine right now is they need an ass-slapping competition. <laughs> Just get the ass-slapping tournament between Russia and Ukraine. Fuck am I thinking? If I ever utter Brooklyn's name ever again, someone <laughs> just fly over to Fort Wayne and smack me upside the head. Hey everybody, Arch here and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? It's actually Tuesday. It is it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Jesus Christ. Tuesday. I'm all fucked fact, up. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Let me get the calculator. This time, I feel like I'm the culprit. You are the culprit. Uh, Don't feel like it. You are the culprit. Saxy having all kinds of issues, man. Saxy Maxie's going to cry tonight. It tells you the quality of the show. Now I'm the second most tech-savvy person on the show today. I have listened to the show yesterday. Good job, Max. The Michigan Panthers. My heart is racing. Can we stop? The Michigan Panthers. We're saying the M word so fucking much. <sighs> Michigan's got some issues. Panther, you're, you're like one of those pigs that sniff out truffles. You just find problems. <laughs> where do you go? You remember the first four games of the season where we were kind of high? Per usual, Panthers got to carry this show. I Clearly, I don't know jack shit about I. So it's nice. right there. I think you're a little below that. I don't think you're quite achieving the 69 you want. <laughs> so that's, what, that's what happens when he dates a taller person. <laughs> uh, I'm five four. They're all taller. <laughs> I'm short. I'm short on that one. I'm I'm, I'm a panther away from uh, um, being there. Yeah. It's fucking gig up on Panther Day. <laughs> Take us home, Panther. Panther Parlay. Woo! World peace, people. That's awesome. I, I, I'm still shocked. Oh, like LeBron's groin. I know I'm the problem, Jeff. See, slid into the panther. Panther's last recap just probably gave Saxy Maxi like all the audio he needs for the song this week. I like their new toys. Booker in the two hole pounded, kind of been on him for a while. We're coming up a little dry with that many ball handlers.
Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Bay and Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Max, and today I'm joined by a man who's used to technical difficulties. It's Sex Panther. Panther, welcome to the Sunday show. You know, we're trying to get the difficulties ironed out. Funny thing is we're back on StreamYard today, and we didn't have any pre-show difficulties. We don't have any headset difficulties. Just like it has been for the last year. You know what? This is today was perfectly nice and easy. This is so this is the way it should be. Now, are you on the headset with the phone? What is this? No, it's just me talking into my phone. Oh, my God. Well, it's working perfectly. Yeah. I don't know what StreamYard did or Google did or who did it. But when I'm in the truck, StreamYard and my headset do not get along at all. They're like Russia and Ukraine. And um, yeah, so we had to abandon that whole thing. And that's why we ended up back on Discord. I understand. I, the, well, and Discord is actually something that I am used to. I have I have had lots of success with it, and then I was the one who was the failure. As I, I I brought that up in the song this week, I brought it back. Of course, you know I have to beat myself up as bad as I would beat you guys up too when I when I when I'm the screwball on the podcast. So I was uh, I was disappointed in myself that Streamyard wasn't working, but I'm looking forward to uh, potentially working back to Streamyard here and working out my difficulties because it works good for me. If you haven't used it, it's a good product. Yeah. So, well, easy, yeah. easy peasy. You send me a link, I push a button, and here we are. Right? It's You know what? It got even easier because I got a new phone, and my phone can now do the screen read thing. So I take a picture of, like, my screen. and Because before, I used to have to type you the StreamYard link. That was like it, – it, I'll be honest, Panther. I was like it, – it, I messed it up all the time, and your phone autocorrect is just screwy with that shit. This, <laughs> this, I just took a picture of it, and it, it, it pulled up the link for it, and I, it was easy. It, new phones are nice. New phones is nice. <laughs> Hell there you yeah. go. Well, I am wiped. I had a wonderful weekend of some gigs out of town, but it was a little interesting. And I'm going to be honest. I'm, I think that I was the one who was meant to feel uncomfortable at these gigs. Um, but it was a, a, a father daughter dance. Um, now Panther, you are a person who has child, children, multiple. Would, would you take uh, your daughter to a father daughter dance? So interesting thing. When my, uh, my ex took my daughter to Ohio. The school that she went to would have an annual uh, father-daughter dance uh, through her elementary year. So okay. first grade first grade through fifth grade, they have the annual father-daughter dance. And I did make it a point to go to that with her um, every single year. And we got I got the uh, photographic evidence because that was one of the few times you will ever catch me in a tie. Oh, okay. Um, I did wear a tie. She sometimes would pick them out for me. We'd go out and buy her a new dress. It's a very special event, particularly for a little girl. Um, right. She gets a new dress, gets her hair done, maybe even puts on a little makeup and the shoes. So it's a pretty big deal. Um, but then you get there and father daughter's dancing. Uh, maybe one or two songs otherwise they're just out there all, all the kids are just out there doing their own thing you know playing you know with their own friends and got their own little clicks and whatever and the dads are just sitting over the you know talking about whatever basketball game or whatever's going on <laughs> uh, it's, it's not as involved as you would think you you maybe dance with your daughter a couple of times or for the most part it's an excuse to for the young ladies to get together and and uh just kind of have a conversation that they didn't finish in school that day. Uh, Panther, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. You would not have enjoyed this father daughter dance one bit. 
<laughs> there, was, <laughs> there was a lot more than two songs of father and daughter dancing. Uh, I will say it was we played for two hours straight and people did not leave. It was really? um, yeah, it was about 750, 800 people. Um, so it was a big crowd and it was hyper formal. So like some of the dads were in like full military regalia, like formal military regalia. And stuff. It was it was nuts. And I was here's the thing. Um, I, I'm a person who's wholeheartedly disinterested in children. Um, so, this kind of, <laughs> so this kind of thing just doesn't make any sense to me. And I really can't fathom, uh, fathom being a father. So to me, this just seems like a quasi-romantic evening with your child. To, and, and, and I, uh, as, as a member of a, a wedding band, you know, we're performing for uh, normally weddings. And uh, oftentimes what happens after the band ends at a wedding is that the couple leaves and goes and does simulating making a family basically and uh so our music and a lot of our dance moves are pretty uh, how would i say this geared towards at least an 18 plus audience and uh so there was definitely a lot of augmenting how we approached this gig uh <laughs> you know um it, it it reminds me actually we had played a uh we played a wedding forever ago and you know, normally when people select like the mother son or the father daughter dance, people put like a good amount of thought into that stuff. Um, clearly, the people who uh, picked uh, the the uh, mother son song at this wedding did not listen to the lyrics of "You Are My Shining Star" because that <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> and, and I think they realized as the song was going on that oh, this was a poor decision, but. That is uh, one of those many things that is kind of an odd boundary that exists in this world. Uh, and, you know, maybe that's why I just don't really understand the whole having a kid thing. Well, it's a good thing that they realized that it was a problem. It, it would have probably been a bigger problem had they realized what the lyrics were. They were still perfectly OK with it. <laughs> yeah, I get you know, we don't play those kinds of weddings here in Colorado. There's not a, a normally. Normally. Not Alabama wedding, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out here in Colorado, it's a little I mean, the wedding's a little more formal. But it, regardless, I mean, it was it was still a really I know I'm sure it was a really nice and special evening. Um well, Go for it. So I will. I will tell you this, Saxy. I, I think you know, as I am Sax Panther. So what? Ninety six percent of my stats are made up sixty nine percent of the time. But uh, here's here's the deal. I think when it comes to parenting, fatherhood, particularly for men, they never think they're going to be dads either. It's just their pullout game is really weak, and uh, you know, they, <laughs> wow. here they are. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, nothing has ever made me want a vasectomy more than that sentiment right there, Panther. I am. Uh, you can put me on the list sometime. I'll pick uh, March Madness time to do it, obviously. Probably going to have to plan years ahead in advance because I'm sure doctors are booked out for that specific time period. But it is a great, it's a great time. I had mine done. I kid you not. I'm not making this up. I had mine done on New Year's Eve so that I could sit on a frozen bag of vegetables New Year's Day and watch college football all freaking day. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, I think that making a decision around that makes a lot of sense. And oh, I mean, yeah. in your experience, I mean, how, 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 like, how was the experience of getting clipped? Was it all right? Ah, so I'm just, I mean, uncomfortable. Even, even after that, I mean, you're still numb. So I'm, you know, I'm driving myself. I stop and pick up some pizza and, and whatever, go home. And uh, it, it's almost like having, it's really almost like having a, a wisdom tooth or something pulled out. As the, 
anesthesia of the area wears off, it becomes to be a little bit uncomfortable. I would never say that you were ever in pain, but you did never look forward to using any of your junk in the near time future either. So, oh, really? You were perfectly okay with just sitting there doing nothing. How long would you say you were on the shelf for? Um, I mean, on the shelf, I, I mean, I was back to work in, in two days, but, uh, as, as for having any interest in fun time, I, I probably waited a couple months. Like it just didn't even cross my mind. Months. Yeah. Months. That, that me. Like I didn't, well, keep in mind at the time I did this, I was, um, I was with my psychotic not- nightmare. So, oh, okay. Um, okay. Well then, you know, perhaps there are, are other reasons for, for, for staying so celibate Panther. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good reason to tie the knot, if you will. <laughs> oh God! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, um, you know, I've I've been earning a lot of uh, you know, sick time uh over the many years and much hard work that I've put in. I uh, I, I need an elective surgery essentially to knock out all the sick time that I have, and I think, you know, this is brought the surgery would be up there. But if I'm gonna have to put myself on the shelf for two months, I would rather die. You don't have to put yourself on the shelf. I just, I mean, it's, it just uh, depends on what your comfort level is or your pain. Like, that's just one of those things where <laughs> if I'm not 100% feeling froggy, <laughs> I'm have no inch. I just leave me alone. I, I'd rather watch the football game. <laughs> okay. I, you know, Panther, I, uh, I, I appreciate all of this insight because now, I mean, I have a much better understanding. Um, and actually I should also ask how long ago was this done? Cause maybe there's been like, you know, a, a bunch of advances in uh, testicular technology or something. Um, oh God, it's been 12, 13 years. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So the, the, you, I mean, you did this like in the like 2008 housing crisis. The, the surgery in itself is not that bad. It's just, it's just the recovery. Okay. Do it's you remember just... who was playing in the games this next day? The new year's day games? Oh my God, no! Because what would that? That would have been like 2008. So is that like Mark Sanchez or something? Like, let's see. It would have been no. It def, definitely was not 08 because that was the year my daughter was born. So it was probably it was probably it was probably January. It wasn't before that. Yeah, it was no, after that. Yeah, it was by 09. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know who played in in that year, but I, I I'm glad that you were able to uh like kind of encircle a sporting event with this. It feels like that is the. It seems like the most logical decision. If you're gonna be yes. if you're gonna be on the shelf, you know, for a couple of days, just you know, eating pizza and drinking beer, whatever you're gonna do, like you, it just seems to make sense to center that around sports. Or if you're you know into a series. A Netflix series or something where you can just binge watch a show, knock mm. yourself out because you're going to knock out, you know, a season <laughs> in oh. a couple of days. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. For real. Word. Well, Panther, let's get to talking about some real sports now. Panther, you and I are recording bright and early this Sunday morning. So y'all know we've got all kinds of great lines to look at every Sunday. I check in the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do the next week and what they like today. So Panther last week, I had Mad Max give me a primer on the NBA because we still have a couple of months before the USFL uh, begins, and he hasn't gotten around to starting that competitive ass-slapping league. Uh, So I need to get some alternative opinions on what is going to happen in the NBA for the rest of the season. So tell me in your brain, in your infinite wisdom, uh, in your infinite wisdom that sees Carl Anthony Towns winning the three-point contest, by the way, that that was insane. 
value play. <laughs> okay. It was, it was really just a value play. Did you it really was just a value play wow. long shot? Well, Hey, a win's a win. Regardless, what do you think in, in that infinite wisdom of yours is going to uh, uh, transpire uh, over the rest of the NBA season? You know, if I knew what was going to transpire, I'd be a freaking multimillionaire. Um, I, I, I think you've got in the West, I think you really got to like the, the favorites, right? You got to you got to like mm -hmm. Phoenix, particularly if Chris Paul comes back in time for the playoffs. Golden State, fully healthy, um, looks really tough. Memphis has been kind of the darling this year, the underdog story that's kind of manifested a little sooner than we expected. And then I'll probably throw the Utah Jazz in there. As long as they're healthy and they've got Mitchell and they've got Rudy Gobert, um, they're they're pretty formidable. You've got to like those four out of the West. Everybody else is just kind of, you know, put together, trying to you know, put something together. You don't like Dallas because Luka doesn't get any help. Um, if Jamal Murray were to come back for Denver, maybe the Nuggets could, could make a nice little run. They've actually played pretty well, won seven of their last ten. Um, but I think it's putting a little too much pressure on Jokic. In the East, it's I mean, it's just so wide open. So many teams. I think Philadelphia adding James Harden. Now, listen, I'm not a Harden fan by any stretch. But as long as they're winning and as long as he's healthy, Philadelphia is an incredibly dangerous team right now. Um, you know, Chicago, when they're healthy, Miami hasn't been healthy. And here they are in first place. Yeah. The Eastern Conference is is just wide open. It's incredibly deep. And the team, uh, God, I'm going to rip a Band-Aid off for Max here. You don't have any confidence in them because of who they are and how they play. But it, Boston can continue to do what they've been doing over the last month. I mean, would we really be surprised if they came out of the Eastern Conference? So there's so many teams that I think are evenly matched. I don't see any, like, hey, this is the team. This is who I would say go bet money on. There, I don't think there's one team that stands out at all. There, uh, I mean, it, it, there definitely seems like there are teams that are performing above expectations, et cetera, things like that. But you mean to say there's not any teams that are uh, truly going to come out of or uh, should be like the massive favorites, like, you know, uh, like huge favorites? No, I, I think the four in the West, maybe, but that Chris Paul injury, I, I can't overstate how significant that is for that team. If you remember what Phoenix was before Chris Paul got there, they were one of these bubble teams, you know, trying to get into the, the play-in tournament. And now, you know, since Chris Paul's been there, they've been one of the top teams in the entire NBA. He's a difference maker, and without him, they will suffer now, they've got a pretty healthy lead over Golden State. Six games with roughly 22 to go is, is a pretty healthy number. But um, it, that gap, I believe, will close. I see. I see. Now, as uh, going to the other end of the spectrum, some teams that are just god-awful. Are there any teams that you will never bet on for the rest of the season or that you're going to look to bet against given they're probably uh, aiming to tank? <sighs> you know, whether or not they're tanking or feeling – out certain players. Let's take Orlando for for example. Okay. This is a team that mortgaged everything last year, right? They let Gordon go, they let Vooch go. 
Um, Markel Fultz got injured. And now he, so that's one of the guys I want to talk about. He comes back tomorrow. Markel Fultz will return Monday and play for Orlando. Now, this is a team that you would say, okay, they should be tanking. They should be, you know, doing whatever for the draft picks and what have you. But this is a team that kind of has to find out what they have and who they're building around. Last year, you, I could have easily said, hey, they can build around Markel Fultz. Well, then this year, Cole Anthony has played so well. You kind of got to figure out how these two fit into the conundrum together, if they fit together, or if one, is one of them going to have to be shipped out? Can they trade them for other assets? And in doing so, you need them to play very well so that you get more trade stock for them nice. and get more assets. So a team like Orlando who you say, oh, they should, they should really suck for the remaining 21 games that they have. They really shouldn't. They should be out there trying hard and, and keeping games competitive. Uh, so they're interesting. Um, the Pacers brought in their new pieces. You can easily say they should be sucking, but with Tyrese Halliburton, I don't expect them to, you know, just lay down and roll over. I think they'll they'll fight. There, there's nothing to fight for, but I think they want to see what they have with Halliburton, how they put that together. Um, Houston, same thing. Oklahoma City, same thing. I don't think you're going to see – a lot of tanking. I think you're going to see teams try to figure out what they have with their young nucleuses. All these teams have very good, young, capable players, and they need to find out what they have and what they need to get to um, move forward and get competitive over the next couple of years. Got it. Well, and that makes sense. That that makes sense that these teams would want to try and win to see what they have. But uh, I'm, you know, regardless, it feels like at a certain point there are some teams that are going to be completely outmatched wherever they are. Yeah, uh, and 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 that there's there there has to be some value on some of that stuff. So I'm I think that I have a couple of picks where I'm looking at some of those teams that are just like flailing in the wind a little bit. Uh, you know, <laughs> well, but which, if, if Vegas is going to keep giving them double digit points and you start taking those underdogs because uh, yeah they're 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 getting run over, but man, you're seeing when they put up a fight, sometimes they win outright. We've seen that uh, mm -hmm. just this past week. Uh, Detroit and Orlando and um, some of these teams like hell. I hate the Nets and those pricks went and beat the. I why do I bet Milwaukee? Somebody stop oh, me man. when I say it. This yeah, I you and me both, man. I I got burned on that one yesterday too. <clears throat> I just want to beat my head against a, a tape something. Just every time I bet the Bucks, fuck yeah. the Bucks. I I should I should really know this by now not to follow you on those things, but I still do it. Uh, for the entertainment value on a night before I get to have you on the podcast the following day. And it never feels good, but it, it does. It is good entertainment value, Panther. And you're, you are, you know what? It, it, it's, it, it's, it, there are some teams. It feels like that just, you, you can't bet on and you just can't win with that's it's my ducks. I, I'm fuck the ducks. You're fuck the bucks. <laughs> yeah. The ducks are a little, a little bipolar too. So I, I kind of stay away from them as well. Well, see now you've smartened up. I'm the one who needs. I'm the one who needs to take some Panther pills here on this one. Well, Panther, before we get to our picks today, let's talk about my bookie. Uh, with my bookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and I'm going back to it. The Razzies. Here we go. Space Jam. The 2022 Razzies have an award for worst prequel, remake, or ripoff, and there's no way Space Jam doesn't take home the Golden Raspberry in this category. My bookie is well traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code Absolute DGEN so we can keep the lights on around here. And my bookie will give you a bonus deposit up to one thousand dollars. 
Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or still hating LeBron, even in CGI, you can bet win and get paid with my bookie. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the hotter, juicier, classic burgers. Hamburglar, the time is yours. Bravo, bravo. He said, these are McDonald's best burgers ever. And then, can I keep them? And then he just grabbed them and ran away. Brubble. Now get a Big Mac or double cheeseburger for two bucks in the app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Must opt into rewards. Visit McD app for details. Available at most restaurants in this area. Comparison of McDonald's classic burgers to prior burgers. I feel like I'm going to have to watch some of these movies that are on the Razzies list because I know that Arch is going to want to talk about it. And he is the, you know, he's deep movie guy. And, uh... Did, did did you listen to his thoughts on Batman versus Superman? He has deep thoughts. I don't know that I've heard his thoughts on that, but I do have an opinion on that one as well. Oh, you have an opinion on Batman versus Superman? <sighs> DC doesn't know what they're doing. Oh, really? DC really doesn't know what they're doing. Now they, they hit it out of the park with Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I didn't see this. The prequel sequel, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. I hadn't seen that yet. Okay. Uh, but the first one was was incredibly good. Um, the Justice League wasn't bad, but Batman vs Superman, uh, it was terrible. It was it was just absolutely terrible. Man, you uh, you're gonna have to download and listen to the episode where Arch and I go deep, real balls deep in that one. It was it was difficult it, it, here for me. I'm not a person who has deep thoughts myself about film necessarily. I just sometimes like to enjoy it. Arch saw that movie through, uh, quite a lens. I'm just going to say, yeah, he has, he has a lot of deep thoughts about it. And I was just like, Batman is chonky and that's funny. <laughs> that's like, that's how I felt about it. So, I mean, uh, it, show, it shows you how, uh, how many gears I have spinning in my brain when I'm, uh, you know, partaking in watching film, but I'm trying to do better. I'm watching some Kubrick. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> let's, All right. let's get to the picks, Panther. What do you got for me today? Uh, you know, in the NBA, I've actually only got two games. We'll start with the one of them that I, I just talked about James Harden and the Philadelphia, his debut. Yeah. Could not have possibly gone any better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he he put up what twenty seven points and dished out some assists, played defense. Um, unfortunately for you, beat the snot out of your T Wolves. Oh no, I'm fine with that. I need that. You need that. Yeah, you you want to keep them in the play in tournament. Play in tournament. Play in tournament. They're in seventh. This three games behind Denver. Stay where they are. Just stay right there. Well, now Philadelphia's taking on a Knicks team that just can't get out of their own way. They've pretty much benched Kemba Walker for the re- remainder of the season. Derrick Rose is still injured. Uh, Julius Randle's not getting any help. They've lost four in a row, and uh, I they're definitely losing this one. I think the question becomes whether or not it's eight and a half. Mm-hmm. I think it's comfortably the eight and a half. I, I really like this James Harden-Joel Embiid combination. Uh, Philadelphia is a very, very dangerous team now. If they stay healthy, they're healthy here. So I'm putting 10 bucks. Actually, yeah, 10 bucks on the 76ers here. Hell yeah. You and me both. Those Knicks have lost eight of their last 10 games and haven't even covered their last four. As much as I dislike seeing professional athletes throw tantrums until they get what they want, I do think that this is a much better situation uh, for James Harden. And I like Philadelphia to win and cover that eight and a half today as well. So we're one for one, Panther. One for one. Let's see if we made for two for two. 
That's you know, right. anytime you anytime you agree with me, I'm going to throw it into the parlay. So let's see if we get some agreement here. Dallas is going to Golden State. Mm. I think the last time Dallas went to Golden State, I lost this one. I, I somehow, some way, Luka Doncic finds a way to win with no help around him. And he going into this game, he's going to be missing Trey Burke. A few other players aren't going to suit up. So Dallas, who already doesn't have what I think is a, a very deep roster, now has a very thin and not very deep roster. Uh, they lost by five points to Utah just the other day. They're going to go to Golden State, who is still banged up themselves, right? James Wiseman's out. Iguodala's out. Clay Thompson I don't know if they're just, you know, nursing him where he plays every other game or what they're doing with him, but uh, those three are out and they're they're significant parts of the rotation. But at home, where Golden State's twenty six and six at home, Dallas is only fifteen and fourteen on the road. We're looking at only a four point line. I think Golden State can cover that, so I'm going to put ten bucks on the Warriors here. Man, I like that. My only concern is that I I was concerned this game is going to be a close and that this game is going to be not as high scoring as it's projecting to. I have, I've uh, part of me actually really likes the under in this game uh, for whatever reason, under the two twenty and a half and a half here. And I'm, so I'm, I, I'm concerned. I say, and I, uh, my, my spidey sense was tingling. So I am not on this game. I decided to, to stay away as best as I could from the things that make me feel weird. And this one made me feel weird. <laughs> that is all I got for the NBA. All righty. Well, I got a couple other ones here. So I got Utah uh, going to Phoenix. Now, I like to think of myself as someone who's normally on the side of jazz as a saxophonist. I can't help but want to side with the music I went to school to learn. However, I like the Suns at home today. Even without Chris Paul, I think Phoenix is the better team. Uh, and so I see no reason not to take the even money line on the Suns today. Yeah, this is one that I looked at. This is two of the better teams in the West. But with, like I said, without Chris Paul, I'm just not in love with Phoenix right now. They lost to New Orleans at home by 15 points. That gives you a little indicator of how important Chris Paul is. Uh, Utah is healthy and Phoenix is not. So not only do they not have Chris Paul, they don't have the guy that's supposed to replace him in Cameron Payne. They don't have Aaron Holiday, the guy they traded for uh, uh, during the trade frenzy. Uh, so they're missing a significant point guard to lead this team. It puts a lot of pressure on Devin Booker. Um, but something that you're probably not going to like is when I got up this morning, started looking at the lines, Phoenix was minus one. Now I'm seeing Utah minus one. It's moved two points just in the first you know hour or so of uh, the Sunday show. And that makes me think Utah is the play, and that's the direction I'm leaning. I'm leaning the Jazz here. Ah, yeah. I wonder if there's some injury that's or someone who's out who's about to be get listed as out or something that I don't see. Could be something to do with the rotation. I mean, they started Cameron Johnson instead of ja JaVale McGee. DeAndre Ayton um, didn't – I think he didn't play that last game either. So there's mm. – I don't know. Phoenix Phoenix is battling some injuries right now. They are. They are. I, uh, and you want – I do agree that I think they are the better team or well, the best team in the West going into the playoffs and that if healthy, they are the team to beat. But oofed. Yeah, this is you. You kind of nailed it on the head that there isn't a real true favorite here, even with the you know uh, team with the best uh, record, you know, playing against the four seed. Not at all. Not at all. All righty, I got one other NBA game here. This is the Pelicans at the Lakers. Now, I know you aren't huge fans of 
this Lakers squad, but I think they do get it done here at home today. Both these teams are fighting to make the playoffs. Lakers have only won three of their last 10. Well, the Pelicans are over 500 during that same stretch. However, I think the Lakers are in a prime position to bounce back at home. So I am taking the Lakers to cover the two. You know, I, I think you're right. Uh, and now I'm seeing that the Lakers minus one. So it's kind of going the wrong direction for you. Um, but I mean, right direction, but wrong direction. Uh, Lakers lost four of the last five, but against pretty stiff competition, a couple of those on the road. The Lakers are just look, they're the Milwaukee, they're the Western version of Milwaukee for me. I bet on them, they lose. I bet against them, they win. It's one of those teams that I just have to avoid. I think the Lakers do get it done, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not betting any Laker games. All righty, all righty. Well, that's all I have for the NBA. So Let's move on over to the Ice Panther. What you got for me? I got two games on the ice. Let's mm-hmm. start with the Pittsburgh Penguins going to take on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right. Pittsburgh, you know, very, very frustrating team to bet on. They were they were so good early on. Then they kind of regressed a little bit. I bet against them when they played the Rangers just yesterday, and they freaking won that game. They're almost going to get the fuck you button here pretty soon too um and they're gonna get it today going against a columbus team that was red hot could score i mean they were but I, I mentioned they put up 24 goals in four games then they proceeded to get shut out by the carolina hurricanes uh so i need columbus at home to rebound here the the positive line that columbus is getting is just too much to pass up so oh my god and that's vegas agrees holy yeah, shit this is tanked Pittsburgh tanked. They were like minus 240. Now they're only minus 200. I'll shut up and jump on the Blue Jackets now. Uh, give Ooh. me 10 bucks on Columbus. Ooh, I didn't realize this line was moving that way. You're making me want to hop on that with you. I didn't have that one written down, but as I'm looking at it, that one does look quite juicy. I am seeing, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I haven't done my research on it, so I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, to, I'm going to reserve judgment. Rip Panther, but I think that you are de- definitely on the right side here. Value well, play. I hope I'm on the right side because if we're going by line movement, I might be on the wrong side of this one. Let's take a look at St. Louis going to Chicago. You know, in all sports, the cities of St. Louis and Chicago, they play so well with each other, just in, in all sports, particularly in hockey. I don't think there's any love lost here, but St. Louis, I mean, they're just doing what the Blues do. They're, they've won four of their last five. They're scoring. They're playing good defense. Chicago, they're struggling. Yeah, they're struggling at home. They're struggling to find goals. Now, they did put up eight against New Jersey, but I think it, we don't have to talk much about how St. Louis is not New Jersey here. Um, the, I saw this at 170. Now I'm seeing it at minus 160. So that gives me a little bit of pause, but I still think St. Louis – is the play here. So I'm going to drop 10 bucks on the St. Louis blues. Panther. I'm in complete agreement with you. I like the blues today as well. Chicago's been improving, but I think that the blues are absolutely the better team, even if the line's dropping and scaring the poop out of us. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to grandstand a little bit. Maybe that line will keep going down a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the blues and actually I also really am looking at the under the six. I think that the, I, I like the under the six today. Um, let me check and see who's in goal. I, I felt like I had that written down, but let's see here. Uh, it's Bennington Flurry. So I, I think I think that we that under six also comes in. That's what I like. So those uh, that's what I got in that game. That's all you got for me today, though, right, Panther? That, With, that's uh, all I got. All righty, I got one more 
Kraken are visiting the San Jose Sharks. And you'd have to be on crack to bet the Kraken. And I am not on crack yet. Today, at least, the, sh- the Sharks are the favorite. And even though both of these teams are in losing slums, I am finding value in the Sharks today. So give me San Jose. Yeah, San Jose at home. They're the pure definition of a 500 team. They're 23 and 23 overall, 12 and 12 at home. Um, they they have regressed a little bit, lost four of their last five. Uh, finding difficulty scoring in a couple of those. Only put up one against Vegas, one against Boston. I don't think people have trouble scoring against Seattle, um, giving up three and a half goals per game. San Jose should be able to rebound here at home. The thing with me, though, look at this, though, Saxy. San Jose minus 130. To, to me, that just seems a little giftish, a little little light. Even though San Jose has been struggling, I think it warrants a heavier line. I'll lean San Jose, but that mm-hmm. line got to spook me. I see. Now, I, I thought that the other trap I saw was uh, Canucks at the Rangers. That one was one that I thought was way too trappish. Rangers at minus 140. Yeah, I almost jumped on the Canucks there. I completely agree. I think I think the uh, the Canucks might be the play because I thought that one would be a lot worse. Look at us, Panther. We're start we're starting to see the traps before we walk into them. We may still yeah. walk into them, but we're at least seeing them before we walk into them. We try we try to at least we, we don't jump on the other side, but a, a no bet is is at least a starting point. <laughs> yeah, we're we're moving in the right direction here. Oh man, well. <laughs> Uh, DJs, that's all I've got for y'all this morning. So come on out, buy a shirt, absolutedegeneracy.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Betting Absolute. Sex Panther, take us home. I'll take you home with a Panther parlay. Listen, I love the 76ers. I love those blue jackets. Couldn't make up my mind between the other two games I bet. So uh, I'll go with the Golden State Warriors. I trust them at home a little bit more. Uh, put those three together. That'll be your Panther parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, mostly on Twitter. You can give us all a shout-out, including Sax Maxi. Call him out by name. He'll holler back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the week, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it all make some money, fools. Into the Panther. Panther's last recap just probably gave Saxy Maxi like, all the audio he needs for the song this week. I like their new toys. Booker in the two-hole pounded. Kind of been on them for a while. We're coming up a little dry with that many ball handlers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.